UFC featherweight Peter Barrett. It's good to get you back on the show uh, uh, two times now before your debut. So hopefully this time around uh, it happens, man. How are you feeling? Oh, I feel great. I'm 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 so prepared for this fight. I think it's uh, I'm excited to finally make my debut. I'm excited to be in a positive, you know, mind space to do it. To you know, not have like I think the last time we talked, I was like on the verge of a mental breakdown because I was trying to train all alone and get ready for my UFC debut amidst the, the corona pandemic. So, you know, having snapped out of that, I feel great. And now I'm just like so excited to finally make that walk and even more so excited that it's that I've been in this environment, that I've been in this facility, that I've done it in a quiet environment already. And, and that's a shock for a lot of these guys. And, and, Thankfully, I, I, I just did that with the contender. So now it's like it's the same building. It's the same place. It's the same setup. It's the same cage. So like a lot of the new things for people competing during this, I've already done. So it's like I've already got that feather in my hat. So now I just get to go out there and have a blast. Definitely, man. Well, you know, we did speak last April at the start of April before uh, UFC Lincoln, where you were supposed to make your UFC debut. And, yeah. and after we talked, I, I thought, man. He is training alone, and you mentioned it, and and I was thinking like, man, it's like, out of everybody that I was interviewing, your situation was probably, I don't want to say the worst, but it was the most hindering, right? That you were yeah. by yourself. What was the anxiety levels for you at that moment? You know, what I mean, during that time, it was it was a lot. Like, it was it was crazy, and you know, like it, it mentally, like I had like a, a little weak spot, and it really kind of like I let. I let the uncontrollables take control and, and it was just, it was incredible because like I had to fight and I knew I was going to show up and fight, but I was more concerned with how unfair I thought the situation was versus focusing on what I could control to, to make sure the best version of me was ready. And it was just like, there was a lot of like, why me and, 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 this sucks and I'm not like a victim mentality, but it was definitely like this just didn't feel right for me to be making my UFC debut amidst all of this Corona pandemic, living with a first responder, having to self quarantine, not feeling comfortable letting people come into my house or going anywhere else to train until like, you know, we really had a better idea of what we were dealing with. So man, it, it like it shook me. It kind of. I mean, I don't want to say a rock bottom because, trust me, there's plenty of. I've been to a worse rock bottom than what I dealt with doing that. But like, it definitely broke me mentally a little bit and shook me and, and made me realize like, like I and I've said this to other people talking about this. Like guys like my buddy Calvin who became better through all of this and put on two of the best performances of his life amidst this crazy pandemic and post-quarantine lifestyle that we're trying to get used to. And seeing him fight his first fight really, like, snapped me out of it. And, um, you know, I was texting him and letting him know, like, man, like, I'm just so proud to see you do these things and to get stronger through all of it. And he was like, you know, when was the last time you, you picked up the Relentless book, which is the book by Tim Grover? And I was like, oh, it's been a while. Like, I normally listen to it during my fight camp, but... It's been a while since I've actually threw it on my Audible and listened to it. And, um, you know, he's been he's been drinking that Kool-Aid a lot, like really just getting 
you know, getting the job done, doing the next thing, getting on to the next thing, staying focused. And I went and listened to that book, chatted with Calvin, talking with Tyson, a couple of my other coaches. And it was just like, it really gave me an opportunity to focus on what I could control and, and, and lead with that step forward, not, not look at everything that I can't control and how unfair it is that this is what I have to deal with. So that those things happening also, you know, getting a better idea of, uh, ways to train and be safe about it and not have to worry about, you know, whether we were a risk to get anyone else sick because of my girlfriend's role at the hospital that she works at. So, um, it was crazy, man. It was a wild time to, to be getting ready to fight. Well, but, that's a perfect example of having or needing a, a great support system around you. Cause you know, a lot of fighters, they have toxic people around them but you seem like you have the right people so it got you out of that man because it could yeah. take you down a, a terrible road oh i mean there was a lot of time i mean it was borderline like it you know how selfish can i be you know in my personal relationships in my friend in my training relationships not knowing like it was it was just like i needed my team around me to feel more comfortable to be more prepared. And it was like, you don't really like, I mean, I, I know that what I do is a team sport, but not a lot of other people realize that this is a team sport. And when you remove those support systems where you don't have regular access to them, where you don't get to go be a normal person or like your normal goofball self or whatever, whoever you are in the gym, like it, for some guys, it's not the same person that they are when they're out. And it's like, you, for some people like that's like your safe space. Cause those are the people that see you at your best and your worst. So you're usually more comfortable around those guys and girls and coaches and friends. But to remove that and then to feel the same, to try to have that same level of confidence is is, is, is ridiculous. And, and it was just, once I got to be able to, to be around my training partners, you value, you know, just that atmosphere in general, to be in that mind space, to, to be, you know, to have Joe Lowe's on, you know, rolling in the next group, you know, hey, you know, I'm getting stuck here. How do I do this? How do I do this? You know, all my teams combined, like just having that network and that support system um, is so important, you know, or like to be able now where we've created some small groups amongst the schools that I train at where I'm with my Muay Thai guys on a couple of night, days a week and I'm with my Jiu Jitsu guys a couple of days a week and you know, now the focus is, is on me getting me ready for this fight, but just to have like that camaraderie is, is night and day. Definitely. Now, you know, you, UFC Lincoln gets canceled, which was a blessing for you in, in some ways. Mm -hmm. What was the process of getting back to training? Did you start with maybe going to your coach's house or having your coaches come over or did you go straight into the gyms? Um, so like the, the gyms still aren't really open at all. Um, so Joe, Joe's been doing outdoor classes, weather permitting. He bought a bunch of grappling dummies. So he's the, does his kids' classes, his adult classes, just technique based on dummies, you know, better than nothing. There's no live rolling, um, but everybody has a grappling dummy. Everybody's training. He does his kickboxing classes outside. And City of Tongue is up in Somerville, and they're not so lucky. The, the governor of Somerville has pushed back gyms and things into like, phase late phase three the being in a phase four so in massachusetts gyms have been able to be open under certain circumstances for the last 
up to the last month, but the city of Somerville has said no, just no, not yet. We we're we're not we're not we're not signing off on that yet. So it's been closed door small group training up at that school. Um, we have been fortunate enough with the with the Lozon guys where one of my buddies or one of our buddies had a facility where we could uh, set up some mats outside and, and get some regular training, right, uh, weather permitting as well. So we were calling that place the farm, and it was like farm jujitsu outside. We would pull a blue tarp over the top and we'd be under the shade just rolling jujitsu for a few hours uh, a couple times a week. So that was pretty fun, um, just getting back into that, that swing of things. And that's that's where the training really started, just – it was like me and a couple other guys just doing jiu-jitsu regularly a few days a week. And then um, my strength and conditioning coach, he was able to open up sooner because the town that he was in had certain guidelines that allowed him to move his strength and conditioning outside. So he took everything that he could take inside, moved it outside, invited all the pro athletes back and said, listen, we're going to set up some times to get you guys ready. Uh, Mike Rodriguez is fighting, I believe, at the end of August as well. So he's been up there training with me. Um, and a couple other of the other fighters are back in the swing of things, getting ready too. So, um, started with jujitsu, then strength and conditioning. Now we we've got this. We work the small groups for the striking and the sparring, and it's just been. Normally, up until this point, I've been a guy that's called to help people with their camps to get ready for PFL fights, for UFC fights, for CES fights, for Bellator fights, and that. And it's just cool that to see all the hard work that I've put in to help other people get ready now. It's just like been outpouring back towards me to help me get ready for this fight. So it's just like full circle, like lost my shit with April fell like not lost, but like was an end of times in my head. Like I can't believe it to like slowly building myself back up to seeing like the community in the Northeast of the guys get together to help me get ready for this fight. has just been like eye opening in itself and a journey in its own right to like, I'm like to the point where the last time we spoke to where I'm speaking now, like I'm super excited to fight. I can't wait. And this is like for what it is, this is like the best possible situation that it could be. That camaraderie you were talking about earlier, man, is yeah. just coming together. Definitely. August 8th. That's yeah. the date, man. Steve Garcia. That's the opponent. What is your breakdown of him and uh, his style? Uh, so he's kind of like a reckless brawler. He's really long boxing, really heavy on his feet. Um, the best thing that we've come up with is that he's really tough, but he's really dumb. Um, as far as practicality, I don't know how he is as a person, but as a fighter, he doesn't set up his power shots, leads with his left side. He's used to fighting orthodox guys. I don't think he's going to fare well fighting another southpaw. He doesn't really check leg kicks. He doesn't really set up his striking. So we've been paying attention to a lot of things, seeing a lot of little keys. He opens up with a really big lead hook. Uh, so we've worked certain triggers to see certain things to 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 use to use as triggers to use as as, as guide points to see okay we saw this ha happening hit this goal we saw that happening hit this goal we saw this happening hit this goal um, you know he's he's missed weight in two of his last three fights he he normally gasses pretty hard in the first round uh, he doesn't check leg kicks um, we watched him. We watched the stellar grappling with, with Luis Pena in, in February or January. So, I mean, I've done my homework. We've, we've, we've watched enough to know what we're getting into without 
you know, getting super specific. So something doesn't happen. We're like, well, there goes the plan out the window because he didn't throw that kick, you know? So it's, we've got general guidelines of parameters that I want to stay in. And, and, and I think this is a good fight for me to come out and have a lot of fun with. Where do you see your strengths against Garcia? Do you feel like it's on the feet, on the ground? Is it at distance? Is it close up? What do you think? Um, I think all around on paper, if we get if we if we were to put our skills at a ten point must on our feet, I would say that's about it. I would say that's a that's a ten a ten eight. I would say on the ground like a ten seven. I think he's got his his wrestling seems to be under hooks and then back up to the cage. Uh, he didn't really he like his fight with Luis Pena is like iconic because his strikes over the back of his head was his only way to get out of you know having two two hooks in so i mean the ground i'm going to throw that up to 10-8 you know the jiu-jitsu 10-8 i mean all around i feel like if if he can work his distance i've I've had a little bit of trouble with with taller guys in the past but you still saw me take down vince mcginnis and then also uh on the contender i got i ended up i mean i had to make it some dirty nasty ugly wrestling but i was still able to to compensate for for a longer a longer reach so i mean he doesn't have 175 pounds behind these punches like saying whom you did when we fought by the time the fight by the time we fought that kid blew up at least 20 pounds than he did from the way in so like i can weather that if i weather that storm there's no way in hell i'm not weathering this kid's storm you know what i mean so there's just like everything going into this fight just it's just perfect. It's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm going to work to get inside, you know, to get in that boxing range and then threaten his hips and put him on the mat and put my elbow through his forehead. I mean, I've been, I mean, my, I don't know. I don't want to give away all my secrets, but uh, I'm looking forward to having a lot of fun. <laughs> well, you're, you know, your mind is strong heading into this fight, but there's got to be still some frustration and eagerness built up from earlier this year how much of that do you plan on letting pro- propel you in this fight i mean i've been tell i mean i've been telling myself and focusing on bonusing coming right out the gate making a statement how it happens it's not it doesn't matter i mean but i i want to let everybody know that i'm here i want to let everybody know that just because it was a year layoff doesn't mean there's any slight on my ability and my talent um and, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm looking forward to this fight because this is going to allow me to, like, pay my mom back for supporting me over the years when I needed help with bills and car payments and things because I'm not working a nine to five. I'm not. This is my career that I've been pursuing. And it, it hasn't been as bountiful as other careers that I could have been pursuing. So I, I like there's some frustrations, but I'm really I'm more focused on the good that I can do by winning in my direct circle and in, in my direct family and the people that have supported me and, and, and use this as an opportunity to like get back up to a level playing field. Cause I mean, local pro fighters don't make a ton of money and, and normally we run our bills into the other direction while we're trying to get to where we want to be. So this is just like, not like a, I don't know. It, it, I'm just really excited. I'm in a really good place and this is just an awesome opportunity for me to do some good for my direct community around me as well. You've been in that environment, the the quiet venue. 
And if you've watched the other shows, the shows that we've had so far on Fight Island and in uh, in Vegas at the Apex, there has been some weird judging going on. Uh, do you feel like that silent environment affects the judging, like with the commentators and the corners and even like punches and kicks landing with, with the sound? You know, sometimes it sounds loud, but it, the impact might not be as as you know as loud i guess yeah i mean yes and no i mean i didn't really think about it too much when i when i was fighting on the contender but um my opponent was also speaking korean so we couldn't really understand each other's corners so maybe that's why it wasn't a huge deal i did say that to someone i'm like well at the same time they were speaking korean and maybe they understood us but i didn't understand them um but yeah, I mean, as far as the judging's concerned, I, there's there's no way this fight's there's no way this fight's going 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, if I don't end him, I'm going out on my shield trying to. That's 100% there. Like I said, if it's not a $50,000 bonus for knocking this kid out, then we're getting 100 grand split two ways mm -hmm. for fight of the night. And if old boy doesn't make weight, then I'm getting 100 grand that night. So we'll see. <laughs> I I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that whole quiet atmosphere, that quiet environment, it's crazy. I was actually telling my corners, one of my corners today, I'm like, listen, if you guys see me getting too caught up, too emotional, biting down, getting stiff, I'm like, I really want you guys to just start yelling out some random ass vegetables. So I laugh in the minute and hear like cauliflower, broccoli, like sweet potato, throw the sweet potato. And I'll, I'll like, I'll break a smile real quick and remember I'm, I'm in there to have fun, not to just be like, a maniac and, and that that'll be enough to like snap me out of it but keep me there to to, to remind me as to why i'm in there you know it's because i love it and i have a black while i'm doing it you know and it's too easy to get caught up and like bite down and just try to kill your opponent to really enjoy the moment and, and, and perform definitely it's uh don't look for the kill but let the kill come to you i guess yeah definitely all right, Peter, thank you so much, man, for the time. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the fight and enjoy life, man. That's all I can say. And be safe. For sure. Thank you. You too.